What brings us together as humans? It's feelings, isn't it? We all feel, respond and react emotionally to life's ups and downs. We deal with relationships and events all the time. Some we can cope with, some we can comprehend and find reasons for, and others can be really confusing and disturbing. These are some of the queries that challenge people in their everyday lives. In this series, I have attempted to address a few common issues that you may be dealing with or you may know someone else who needs help with these questions. I'd like to remind you that there are no good or bad questions and no stupid people for asking them. There is no stigma attached to anyone who may be troubled because of these issues. This series is to help you or someone you know to get an inspiration and an alternate view of some of the topics we are going to be talking about. These common issues, you may find that you relate to them too. So listen on. Join spiritual psychologist and India's number one biofeedback practitioner, Ritu Malhotra, as she guides you through the paths of self-discovery and personal transformation so that you can live in alignment with your values and purpose. You are listening to the Cellular Alchemist podcast and here's your host, Ritu Malhotra. Fear of independence or the Cinderella complex as it's known sometimes. If you remember Cinderella's story, it's about a young girl rising above the ashes and the misery of her life for a few brief moments. She is magically transported to become a princess. What's more important about the story is that she's only able to stay in that privileged position if she is rescued by a prince, a man, a male saviour. And then she can live in the safe haven for the rest of her days. All the young girls who read this story came to believe that they couldn't survive without a man. This belief, uh, of course, was reinforced by their overprotective mothers, their grandmothers, their aunts, their girlfriends, and definitely by men. Girls are brought up and encouraged to depend on a man and to feel naked and frightened without one. They are taught that they cannot stand alone because they are too fragile and too needful of protection. And no, this is not from 50 or 100 years ago. This is most prevalent now too. Even today, hundreds, no, I'd say millions of women believe that their own hard work and intelligence is not enough. They need a man to show up and save their lives. Actually, this is true for anyone or any gender who puts their own life on hold for another. Because they don't feel powerful themselves, either financially or mentally or emotionally then. 
How many of us realize the price we pay by doing this? First of all, we sabotage our own success. We focus less on ourselves, on our life, on our happiness, our careers, and we get busy pleasing our partners and stop making decisions for ourselves. Our role becomes one of a caretaker. We may also say to ourselves, I just can't handle money or I don't know how to invest, so I need a man to do that for me. Deep down inside, we are waiting. Waiting for that someone to come along who's going to make everything okay. For us in India too, we are told these are traditional values because boys are brave and girls are good and sweet. You see, we don't teach our kids to face fear. And we definitely don't teach our girls to be strong and take charge of their lives. And the truth is that many of us are confused about what's best for us. So we swing wildly from being totally dependent in some areas and being extremely or even aggressively independent in others. As we grow, we begin to realize that neither dependency nor independency are healthy in and of themselves. And it's so important to know that the best way doesn't lie in extremes, but that there is a desirable middle path. And that is being counter-dependent, which really means that we lean on each other, not from a place of need or desperation, but from a place of groundedness, which says, I want to be with you. I don't have to be with you, but I want to be with you. So much as I realize that it's not overnight that by just deciding that we are going to stop throwing our power away, that we can empower ourselves. But there are some important changes we can start making with ourselves. First, I think with the help of a therapist, we can examine our core beliefs about our own selves. They really do affect the way we see ourselves and that affects the choices we make in our lives and our decisions. Some of our core beliefs may be about the color of our skin, or it may be that it's a man's world and we women have to fight to stay alive. Or how much money you make affects your status in society, etc. So many subconscious beliefs we all have. And secondly, we can identify what we really, truly, truly want rather than what we think we should have. So recognizing who we are is important. When we don't know who we really are, we resort to playing power games, which is detrimental anyway. These identifications are difficult to do on your own. And that is what therapy helps us do. You see, therapy is like a balanced, healthy relationship where there's no judgment and we can try out new ways of relating with ourselves and others. And most importantly, 
this kind of feedback improves the quality of life. And that's worth it, isn't it? So write to me and tell me if you've ever been a Cinderella yourself or how you travelled on your journey of self-reliance. I'd love to hear your story. That was this week's episode for the Cellular Alchemist podcast with spiritual psychologist Ritu Malhotra. Don't forget to follow the podcast on your listening app so that when the new episode drops, you do not miss out on the chance to change your life by changing your beliefs.